You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Just past the top of the hour, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. And we are broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota, where my co-host, Father Randall Kazel, is pastor. And thanks again for having us here, Father Kazel. Great to have you here, Matt. Great to have RPR and all of our listeners. What a blessed day. And uh, I, one of the things that I recently took up again, I, I was a, a runner, a cross-country runner in uh, middle school, high school. I recently began to do that again, just as a way to take care of myself, um, to, to, leave a, to lead perhaps a, a more, a more well-balanced life. And uh, it also helps with the sleep, mm-hmm. you know. So you're not lying awake in the middle of the night thinking, oh, why can't I get to sleep? But uh, it leads to a a much more peaceful existence, I find. So I'm going to keep doing it. I'm encouraging my kids to run with me. Um, But there's also a spiritual connection here that we want to highlight. There is an organization out there called Life Runners, and they exist to help people witness to the value of human life from conception to natural death. And by doing, in doing this, they, they use those of us who are runners to witness with T-shirts and other events throughout the year. And I was blessed to meet the founder of this organization, Dr. Pat Castle, when I was living in Omaha, uh, before I came back up to closer to my home area here in southern Minnesota. Dr. Pat Castle, I have to tell you, is one of the most enthusiastic life-filled, energetic people that I have ever met. And uh, I can only hope to imitate his level of, uh, of, of, of enthusiasm for pro-life and his stamina for running, because he ran at least one marathon that I know of, and we're going to get into that right now with Dr. Pat Castle, who is on the phone with us. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Castle. Hey, good morning, Matt. Hello, Life Runner teammate. And I'm guessing by the end of our conversation today, we might have a few more teammates to tap on to our 16,000 teammates across 39 nations. 16,000. That's fantastic. Okay. And uh, uh, let's just first of all get into, well, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, who is Dr. Pat Castle? How did you get into this work of Life Runners? Yeah, so when I was a chemistry professor at the Air Force Academy, in 2006, I trained and competed in the Pikes Peak Ascent, which is referred to as America's Ultimate Challenge. And, you know, it's like there are those that have been to Colorado Springs, and they can see in the front range of the Rockies that majestic Pikes Peak. And why not? You know, so many biblical events happen at the top of mountains. So I went ahead and intertwined my faith life with this reaching for a goal of racing up Pikes Peak, and lo and behold, God had some really powerful things in store. I mean, I encountered St. Padre Pio the last 10 minutes of that race, and that's a story I know that uh, we hope to get to within our, our half hour, and that directed me to kind of refocus the intentionality of moving from how purpose-driven running can be and competing can be to my spiritual life. So, kind of started moving in the direction, Matt, as you know, 
where it was more like a witness with fitness. And then eventually life runners came out of that re-engaged fake life where then we were wearing our witness with the life runners remember the unborn shirt and the big cross on the front. Wow, thank you, Dr. Castle, for being with us. And you alluded to the miraculous encounter with Padre Pio. Now, I claim Padre Pio as a friend of my own, or maybe he claimed me at some point in my life. So I, I'm, yeah. I, uh, I have various stories I can share. I love Padre Pio, and those who know me know I do. Uh, but uh, can you tell us about your encounter with this saint who continues to be so active uh, so long uh, after he was with us here on this earth? But what happened with you? Yeah, so Father Casey, you're right. Um, definitely consider myself a friend of St. Pio's as well. And, you know, I love that perspective that one of his just beautiful reflections is where he said, Lord, I shall remain at the gates of paradise. I shall enter only when I have seen the last of my children and friends enter. So what a great friend to have, to think that he's hanging out on on our side, encouraging and helping us towards towards heaven. So, yeah, the, the encounter with St. Padre Pio, just for listeners, I won't assume that everyone knows everything about St. Padre Pio, but he passed away in 1968, which makes him a modern-day saint uh, in relationship to the church calendar of a couple thousand years. And he had 100,000 people at his funeral. He is best known for bearing the wounds of Christ on his body, the stigmata, the five wounds. But actually, those that study St. Pio, you learn about, there was a sixth wound. And we didn't know about the sixth wound that St. Pio carried until uh, St. John Paul II uh, canonized him. And, and what he brought out was an encounter that he had, St. John Paul II had with St. Pio. And when he was Bishop Carol Wojtyla, he traveled from Poland to San Giovanni Rotundo, Italy, to see St. Padre Pio to ask him to pray for a friend of his that had cancer. And that is one of the miracles attributed to St. Pio for his canonization, is that St. John Paul II's friend was healed of that cancer from that intercessory prayer. And in that encounter, St. Pio shared with St. John Paul II about his sixth wound, which was the wound across the shoulders from Christ carrying the cross. And mm. so if folks, you know, remember nothing else, just that they got a neat, super cool insight into our faith, that there's always more to learn. The depth of our Catholic faith is so beautiful and the encounters with the saints. So my, my encounter in particular, Father Kessel, now that people have a little background who St. Peel is, is he also, as we know, was known for bilocation mm-hmm. and healing. So the bilocation, him finding himself in all these unusual places around the planet, he, um, he's continued to do that even after he has passed in, within the community of saints. So in, in, when he was alive during World War II, he diverted World War II aircraft from harm's way to safety, the Flying Friar, lots mm-hmm. of just so many well-documented encounters of people seeing St. Padre Pio when he was at St. Giovanni Rotondo at his monastery. One more little fun fact before I get to the story. Isn't it wild to think that St. Pio, after he arrived at that monastery in 1917, he never physically left the monastery um, until his death in 1968. And it's fascinating 
when we think about him traveling the globe by location. So right. my encounter with him was on the mountain, on Pikes Peak in Colorado. And when I shared this story, there were six prayers that I, that I said on the way up that mountain. And when I share it in depth, I align them with the six wounds of, that were on Pio's body. And so the first prayer was a prayer of gratitude at the beginning of the race because it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day to go chase a running goal. So, Matt, you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation that you're reengaging your running, and in a lot of respects you're doing it to tend the temple. I mean, our bodies are a temple, so that's a great reason for fitness, just to take care of our bodies. But then I like how you double down and say, on top of that, while we're tending to our temple, we can also witness with fitness with that message on our back with the life runner's jersey so if anyone listening has a pro-life faith that's bold enough to put on a shirt that says remember the unborn on the back with jeremiah 1 5 references that god knew us even before we're in our mother's wombs and a big cross on the front for the holy spirit dove go to liferunners.org and sign up and order your jersey or jacket to witness and maybe the best news of, the, of our conversation, running is optional. We've got 8,000 <laughs> runners and 8,000 That's right. non-runners. So, that yeah, that, that might be my vote for your shirt there. Is like a, I'm, not, I'm not doing a lot of running of late. I know. I was so, I was, when I first met you, uh, Father, or uh, rather, Dr. Castle, I, I was so happy to uh-huh. know that I didn't actually have to be a runner in order <laughs> right. to be a when part of Life Runners. Yeah, right, and we're speaking right. with Dr. Pat Castle this morning on Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Randall Kazel uh, from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. And we're talking with, with Father Pat Castle, or Dr. Pat Castle, rather, about Life Runners. LifeRunners.org is the website. And now we're going to get into this encounter that you had, Dr. Castle, yeah. with St. Uh, Padre, Padre Pio on your way up to the, uh, on, well, during the ascent to the, the top of Pikes Peak. To the top of Pikes Peak. And, you know, I, I, I really appreciate everyone leaning in with the good news. So running is optional. And even to make people even feel better, the slower you are, the better, because people can meditate on your jersey when you're walking slowly. So right. if, you're, if you like to stroll, <laughs> if you like to, you know, we, we love those wide, wide shoulders, like Archbishop Nauman, those that know him. He is, uh, uh, with his hat, of course, makes him even taller. But he's a large guy, and Archbishop Nauman, when he has his jacket on, he wears his jacket often with the big Remember the Unborn message. He's just a slow-strolling billboard for life, you know, impacting hearts and minds for saving lives. And if folks want to be really motivated to join such a, an apostolate to be able to defend life in this way, I offer you this insight that 78% of post-abortion women said that if just one person with an encouraging word or an encouraging sign had crossed their path before their abortion appointment, they would have chosen life. So what does that mean? That means those that see a, an encouraging bumper sticker or remember the unborn life runner's car magnet or a life runner at a grocery store with a remember the unborn shirt, from their words, from surveying post-abortion ladies, they said that's all they would have needed was just a little bit of encouragement and they would have chosen. So let that motivate those considering wearing their witness, that it really is life-saving. So back up the mountain with St. Padre Pio. So that first prayer was a prayer of gratitude. 
And it was just, Lord, thank you for this beautiful day to chase this pool for like three hours, racing up this, this mountain, 13.1 miles. The second prayer was a prayer of just reaching out to God, because the second prayer was above tree line, which is about 11,500 feet. So, and it was a, really a, a thick fog near the top of the mountain. And I traded up there all summer, and a lot of the milestones, Father and Matt, that I had trained with, being on pace to meet this goal, were covered in fog. So my second prayer was, Lord, like, I, I'm lost in this fog, and we've been praying on this mountain training all summer, but I'm going to fall short of this goal, mainly because I don't know where I'm at. So it was a walk-by-faith-not-by-sight moment. And so I just, you know, cried out and asked God for, for help. And I looked at my watch. My watch said two hours and 50 minutes, zero, zero seconds. So, you know, the goal is within 10 minutes. And I put my arm down after looking at my watch. And in a clear voice at 12, 13,000 feet, there was a, a male voice right over my right shoulder. It said, we are 10 minutes from the top. We are going to break three hours. And it was peculiar to me for several reasons. But I remember the order of peculiarity was, one, wow, this person sounds so good at 13,000 feet. You know, most people can't, you know, get out very many words when you're, when you're running at 13,000 feet. Those would have been to the top of Pike's feet. Walking and visiting is hard with that oxygen deprivation. But I was surprised at how good this voice was. And secondly, I was surprised at how close they were on the side of this mountain. And lastly, just, I guess, in a spirit of gratitude, I thought, wow, you know, they should just go around. You know, why, why are they waiting on me? They sound great. Yeah, so let's, that let's, was at 250. Can, can yeah. we hold it right there, Father? Or, uh, you bet. keeps calling yeah. you Father. Dr. Castle, we, just have, <laughs> we have some messages to share with our listeners uh, real yeah, quick. but. It. On the other side, we're going to continue this amazing story of Dr. Pat Castle with us from Life Runners about his encounter with St. Padre Pio on the ascent of Pikes Peak. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Real Presence Radio will host Dr. Ray Garendi as keynote speaker of our virtual fundraising banquet on Thursday, December 10th. We hope you can join us. Dr. Ray speaks on many topics concerning the Catholic faith, apologetics, and family life. He is host of The Doctor Is In, which can be heard weekdays on RPR. For more information or to register, go to realpresenceradio.com slash banquet or contact Jessica at 877-795-0122. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. 
We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. 19 minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilkham along with Father Randall Kazel. We're here at the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. It's Real Presence Live. We're speaking with Dr. Pat Castle, who is the founder of Life Runners. And we're just getting started with... This amazing story of his encounter, a miraculous encounter with St. Padre Pio on his way up to Pikes Peak in a run that was really, I think, the genesis of Life, the Life Runners organization. Yeah. LifeRunners.org is the website. Welcome back, Dr. Pat Castle. Uh, let's continue on with your story about how you heard a voice a, a little ways up this ascent, this run up Pikes Peak. Yeah, a lot of ways up. So this is near the finish line, Matt. We're at 13,000 plus feet, and the finish line is at 14,115 feet at the top of Pikes Peak in Colorado. So we're getting there. And and before the break, we mentioned the second of six prayers, and that prayer was a prayer of just reaching out to God up near near the top, saying, Lord, we are lost in a fog, and then got the encouragement from this strong, clear voice at, at altitude. And so the third prayer was, I could hear people at the finish line. I could hear them. And it was frustrating because we're still in this thick fog at the top of this 14,000-foot mountain. And so my third prayer was a prayer of surrender. I just said, Lord, you know, I I get it. If this was, if you're trying to teach me a lesson that that there's something more than breaking three hours in this race, and you're trying to teach me obedience and patience and virtue, and and I, I accept. I just said, I accept, Lord, if, if it's not your will. And I, but I remember this pregnant pause, <laughs> pun intended, for a pro-life story, where I, I paused and said, Lord, but if it is your will, you know that I will unite uh, it, you know, all my efforts towards this goal to praise you from the top of this mountain. So I looked at my watch, my watch is 2.55, and I put my arm down, and just like a lever, in other words, this is like all in the same moment, that same voice said, we are five minutes from the top, and we're going to break three hours. So encouragement, you know, to, to give me confidence, confide, with faith, confidence. But I didn't hear it that way. I didn't receive it that way until I reflected back on this encounter. I had those same thoughts as a second, but I thought, wow, that guy sounds so good. He's so close. <laughs> he should really go around. But it must have had, an, you know, an indirect confidence because I... It, 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 it 
seat then where it was so peculiar. And when it's odd, it's God oftentimes. So it was definitely odd and peculiar. So that was the third prayer. The fourth prayer is I could finally see through the fog, you guys, and I could see the finish line. And for those who have been the top of a 14,000-foot mountain, you know, I'm looking up. I'm climbing a mountain. So I'm looking up, and if you imagine standing on, on the gym floor, looking up to the top of a high school or college basketball gymnasium, that's about the distance. And it was three switchbacks and all boulders. So near the top of a 14,000-foot mountain, it's not even terrain. The, the wind has blown the, the sediments away, and what's left behind at the top of a mountain are big boulders. So the end of this race is a boulder field. So, you know, you're kind of climbing over these big rocks at the end. So when I looked up and could see the finish line, I looked at my watch, and my watch said 259.00. And my notion in that moment was, I can't make it in a minute. I, I can't get there from here to there. I had trained up there. I knew how much time it took to do that distance, but I knew who could get me there. So my fourth prayer was, come Holy Spirit, carry me forth. I have no recollection from finishing that prayer until what I'm going to share with you at the finish line. So no recollection of going over the boulder field. The people that witnessed this miracle described it to me. They said, Pat, you're the only person we saw that day that ran over the boulders. Everyone else kind of like climbed over them. So imagine someone running over a boulder field. I have no recollection of it, but witnesses... You know, shared this with me. And people were cheering. They realized what was happening. They knew that I was clamoring in an inspired way to try to break three hours. So my next memory is I see the clock, and the clock said 2.59.49. I came across the finish line at 2.59.51. And I hmm. grabbed two volunteers. One of the volunteers collapsed under my weight of putting my arm on her, and a journalist heard the commotion, came down, took a picture of me, collapsed the finish line. The next morning, instead of the winner's picture being in the sports section with all the results <laughs> of America's Greatest Challenge, I felt bad for the winner because it was a picture of me collapsed at the finish line. And the <laughs> caption said, 10 seconds to spare. Major Pat Castle, United States Air Force Academy chemistry professor, collapsed at the finish after the most enthusiastic finish of the day, breaking the t three hours by 10 seconds. And then she asked me for a statement, and she quoted my statement. I'm laying on the ground, you guys, and she's asking. This is old school, pen and paper. There's no smartphone. She's writing down my statement. She said, give me, give me a statement. And I said, yes. With one minute to go, I prayed, come Holy Spirit, carry me forth. That was the statement she put in the caption below the picture. Wow. Quote, come Holy Spirit, come forth. So just like that prayer, that fourth prayer, I did get a chance to proclaim God from the top of that mountain. That paper went out to over 400,000 people the next day. That was the circulation of the, the News Gazette in the greater Colorado Springs area. So remember, we got two prayers to go. So I get up from the finish line, I sit down on a boulder, and this is great to work this into a pro-life story. My mom had asked me to call her to let her know I was safe. I'd reached the finish. You know, working your mom into a pro-life story is good. So <laughs> I borrowed a phone, and I said, Mom, this is Pat. I'm okay. 
And she said, Patrick, before you tell me anything, there's something really important I need to tell you. I'm like, okay. Did anything unusual happen at two hours and 50 minutes into the race? And I said, <laughs> yeah. I mean, remember, men, two hours and 50 minutes in the race was like 13 minutes before the phone call. I said, yes. She says, okay. Because I wrote it down, 2.50, and at 2.50, I sensed that you were in trouble, that something was going on. There was something wrong going on with your race. So I asked St. Padre Pio to finish the race with you. Man, oh. I was just quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fifth prayer of the sixth prayer, of course, is my mother's intercessory prayer. Uh-huh. The sixth prayer is a prayer for all of us. The sixth prayer is that we enter into the story. We don't just make this a neat Catholic story about a fantastic uh, saint named St. Padre Pio. The sixth prayer is that we be uh, that we be doers of the word. James chapter one verse twenty two. Be doers mm-hmm. of the word. We just heard the word. I just heard a testimony, a witness. So now the sixth prayer is that we are the sixth prayer. May we be inspired today, if you're listening, to go to liferunners.org, hit the join button, spend ninety seconds joining the world's largest pro life team that's in over twenty five hundred cities across 39 nations. They'll have 16,000-plus teammates, ages 0.1 to 101. Join the team, order a shirt that says, Remember the Unborn, in a big cross on the front with a Holy Spirit dove, and wear your witness, and wear your witness. That's prayer number six. Uh, If you go to (laughs) liferunners.org and you click on About and scroll down in ways, you can see the picture uh, here of you, Dr. Castle. At the end of that ascent of true. Pikes Peak, you're just, you're gassed. You're completely gassed, and you're looking up. You've, yeah, someone is... Uh, I'm, looking you, up, I'm looking at St. Peter, Matt. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking this might be the day. That's the look on my face. <laughs> but uh, a, a wonderful organization with the aim of ending abortion through the power yes. of prayer and pro-life witness. Uh, liferunners.org, again, is the website, and uh, people can join. And you have a bunch of really fantastic events as well throughout the year. You want to quickly, uh, we've we got about do. a minute here. Yeah, we Tell do. us about Each those. fall, we do a national so We pick a big national race. We go crash it as pro-life evangelists. So we'll show up with a couple hundred life runners in our shirts and mingle throughout all the marathon races. In 2021, it will be the Indianapolis race the first week of November. And then every summer we do a relay across America, coast to coast, border to border. We make a cross, lacrosse, north, south, east, west, across America, walking and running, five case efforts. They can read all about that on the website. Fantastic. LifeRunners.org. God first, life always, teammates forever. You That's know it. Slogan. <laughs> Great guy. Is, oh, running is optional. <laughs> Another great running thing. Running is optional. Remind everyone. Yeah. Just wear your witness. Go on a stroll around the block, wear it to the grocery store, impact hearts and minds for saving lives. It matters. And I know at the end, Dr. Castle, you mentioned you wanted to end with uh, a certain phrase that with a uh, cheer. is familiar. Let's do the cheer. A cheer. We'll do it three times, Matt and Father Castle. So I will give uh, an enthusiastic all in Christ, because we are, the Life Funders are all in Christ. And if you both could give a four pro life, and all listeners, if you could give a four pro life wherever you're at, nice and loud for the world to hear us declare 
and proclaim the gospel of life. So here we go. All in Christ. For pro-life. All in Christ. For pro-life. All in Christ. For pro-life. Amen. Amen. Dr. Pat Castle, founder of Life Runners. LifeRunners.org is the website. Thanks so much, Dr. Castle, for joining us on Real Presence Live and sharing your incredible story, meeting Padre Pio on the way up to Pikes Peak, and inspiring others uh, with your pro-life witness and hopefully to join Life Runners. Uh, the, the, you got it. The, the Life Runners team, over 16,000, as you say. God bless. Up next, Bishop Quinn will be with us to unpack Advent the virtue of hope. That's all next on Real Presence Live. Stay tuned. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.